Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss alongside Ulysses Sombrano, and we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Without further ado, more of our conversation with Mason Hour. And and those videos are is is that from the center field camera or is you know or are, is it a ca- catcher's perspective sort of thing? Um, it's from behind, so it'll be from center field camera or there. Well, we have all different camera angles from the side, the front, the back. Okay. I mean, yeah. So there's different camera angles. And, and that was in you had that from your basically first day in the minors from Charleston all the way up. It's not because I know like I've heard in the past where it's like, oh, well, you know, only AAA has this sort of equipment or only AA does. But it's I guess it's starting to be revamped all throughout the minor league system. Some of that technology. Yeah, so I we had it in Charleston and in Bowling Green. So I mean, I think that in our organization we have it at every single level. That's, that's fantastic. Good. That that sounds a lot like the Rays way, uh, to be to, yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, when when you're in the dugout and, and that those hitters meetings, what's the jargon like? I mean, what's what's what what are the words that are being thrown around? Uh, is, is it you know the analytical ones? Uh, are we talking like you know exit velos, launch angles, hard hit percentage? Are, are we looking at strikeout rates? Like what is what are what are the other the players talking about when they talk about an opponent? Yeah, so I mean, I just think it's cool how everybody will like you know give their knowledge on the pitcher and you know say like oh the, I've hit off or I've faced him before and you know this was my plan you know hunt the heater away or hunt the heater in or up or whatever it is and. You know, just pick other people's brains from what they've seen, what they've done, and you know, just seeing how because the coach will, or hitting coach will ask like, you know, what's your plan today, or like, what are you planning on doing based on what we've just shown you and stuff like that. And I just think that you know, listening to what they have to say and then like coming up with my own plan and everything like that is pretty much just what we're doing in there is just coming up with a plan to how we can beat this pitcher. Gotcha, gotcha, and. That's good. and- and talking about uh, stats of your own, like when you're looking at the uh, at the uh, at, at the screen of the jumbotron, w- does it matter the the batting average, the slash line, the traditional numbers, or are or are you look really looking for hmm, what is my WRC plus? I mean, what what, what is my hard hit percentage? My, my what did, what matters to you as a ball player? A, a stat that you go like, this is the one I'm focusing in on. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's cool to, you know, when you're on the Jumbotron, your stats are really good and everything like that. But, you know, baseball is changing and everything is, you know, just evolving and everything like that. So all the, you know, the WOBAs and the WRC Plus, all that stuff is coming more into play nowadays. Um, but, you know, I'm not huge on checking stats and stuff like that. You know, I mean, obviously, if you're struggling, you know, it's, you know, you want to go look at it just to see, like, oh, I'm not doing good or whatever. But, I mean... I'm not a huge stat checker. I just kind of play. And then, you know, obviously it's cool to have your good stats on the board. The <laughs> stats are on the board. More of the people in stands know you're pretty good. So, I mean, just kind of depends. And, and so when do you look at your stats? Like, do, 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 so, I mean, you obviously have a general idea of what is going on, but is it an after the season sort of thing? Be like, okay, boom, I, oh my God, I, I almost had 50 bags. Uh, you know, when does that happen or does it not happen? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of, I kind of keep track in my head, you know, just like, oh, I, I have this many. I, you know, you know I got to get this many to get to what I want or whatever. But yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I'll go check every once in a while online. On, you can just look your name up and it'll come up like Mason Hour stats or something like that. So you can just yeah. look at stuff. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're just too focused on your stats, then sometimes, you know, you get into a, 
a bad groove of things and then this thing starts going downhill. But I mean, I just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And Mason, you, you talked about a couple minutes ago, sort of a, a day in the life during a, a minor league game or season, but what's a day in the life during the off season for you? Like right now? Yeah. So every morning, uh, I've incorporated hot yoga into my everyday routine. I've been doing that every morning. It's like an hour class every morning. I've been doing that. And then I come home, eat, and then I go out to our workout. And I'm out there from about 11 till like 4 o'clock every day probably. You know, we do – I'm out there. I go out there, stretch, do my throwing stuff like that, hitting, and then we lift afterwards after that. So I'm doing that pretty much every single day. And then – and I'm also in, I'm in classes still. I'm taking online school, so I come oh. home with homework or whatever. I'll do that. So just get all that stuff done. But that's pretty much my day every single day. Wow, how, it's, how, it's almost like you're busier in the off season yeah. than during the regular season. That's crazy. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. How many now, classes what are you taking? Um, um, I'm yeah. in three classes right now. Three classes. Okay. Okay. Wow. That, and, and, and your hope is every off season you would be, would, you would be taking off these credits and, you know, getting hopefully your degree, uh, at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, I take classes in the season as well. So I'm, I'm wow. trying to get it done as fast as I can. Uh, so my major is kinesiology. So I'm just kind of, you know, it's all online so I can do it all throughout the season and stuff like that. I mean, it is, it is sometimes, you know, I don't want to do it during the season. Like <laughs> I come after a game and have to write a paper or something like that. But yeah, you know, it, it is a struggle sometimes, but I get it done. So it's been good. The NFL playoffs are here and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lockdown because they are the number one sports book in America. That is FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. Again, L O C K E D O N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Obviously, um, going through the, the process of the grind of a minor league season, we hear legendary, legendary, infamous stories about how grueling and long those those bus trips are. How do you handle those bus trips? Is that a good opportunity for you to catch up on sleep, you know, watch your favorite television show, um, read a book, um, meditate, what, play cards with the guys? Like, what, what is it? Or is it just kind of a mixed bag of a little bit of everything? Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge cards guy. I like to play cards a lot. Um, but if we're not playing cards or just like talking, we'll just, I'll just try to take a nap, watch a movie or something like that. But I think the longest trip we went on this year was for the championship series, went up to Aberdeen, Maryland. And that was like 15 or 16 hours, I think oh it was. God. And so that, that was a tough one, but 
I think other than that, the longest one I went on was probably like eight hours or so, which isn't great as either, but <laughs> that 16 hour drive was brutal for sure. What do you do in that, in those 16 hours? Do you remember like what happened? Like, do you sleep first? Do you leave that at the end? Like what, what, what do you do on a bus for 16 hours? I mean, you just have to try to keep yourself entertained. Honestly, I think, I think I took like three or four naps, you know, woke <laughs> up, watched a couple of shows or something like that. Maybe looked at my homework, did a few of that, just talked with the guys. I mean, you kind of just have to do a couple of random different things to, you know, keep yourself sane. That's for sure. <laughs> I think I, you just try to take as many naps as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's please, rough. Please tell me there's there's Wi-Fi snacks and drinks on these bus trips. Um, well, we will stop at a gas station, you know, get snacks, drinks, whatever, you know. Uh, but there is Wi-Fi on the bus for the for the guys who need it and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. there. You can communicate with other people and like talk to, you know, talk on the phone, whatever. But, you know, there well, and we'll stop to eat, you know, however, I think, I mean, that was 16 hours. We drove through the night, actually. I'm pretty sure we got there because right, right. we, so we played a game. We actually played Aberdeen at our place for the first game of that championship series. And then we got on a bus after that game and drove 16 hours to their place. <laughs> So we stopped to eat, I think, like twice or something like that. But yeah, it was <laughs> that was not a good one for sure. That was a bad one. How many hours after you getting off that bus, you needed to be playing? Do you remember that? We had that whole next day off. That okay. whole next day was off. So we went inside, immediately just went to sleep for the hour, <laughs> got up and just kind of did what we would normally do. But yeah, we had that whole next day off. Okay. Good. Oh my goodness. Kevin, could you do 16 hours on a bus? Uh, no, I can barely do two hours on a plane because my long legs can't, and I, you know, I, I don't have first class or any of those, uh, yeah. accommodations. So I'd, I'd be very antsy. I'll, I'll yeah. just put it like that. Better so. bring a pillow and a blanket. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Try to get comfortable as best you, you can. You've got to, you've got to, my goodness. Um, well, you know, I, I do want to ask this question. I, I, I ask it all the time. Uh, maybe Kevin is, is sick of hearing it, but I, I love this hypothetical. So, so bear with me here. Um, so with the WBC coming up, you know, the world baseball classic is, is something I thoroughly enjoy. Um, if you were given the opportunity, you know, in this hypothetical, uh, to play for the U S and be the finals MVP or be an all-star in your rookie year, which would you prefer and why? Uh, you're talking about the World Series MVP? That's what you're talking about? World Baseball Classic. Like oh, you have the USA on your front. You're the finals MVP. You were the guy. Home run okay. uh, saving catch, three run jack, eighth inning, something like that. Or be an all-star on your rookie year. Which one do you take? I don't know. That's a tough decision. Um I think I'm going to have to go with an all-star on your rookie year. How come? So. Why, 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 why so? I think that if you're an all-star during your rookie year, you know, obviously you went crazy. You had a really good year and you really proved yourself to, you know, everyone that you can play at a very, yeah. very high level. And so I think that, that has, you know, I think that'll help you in a long run for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Ulysses, let's not forget this. The, the additional bonuses that players, young players can get through yeah um through those sorts of metrics and i think that would carry a lot more or more cachet uh than again personally speaking than whatever you do in the wbc so yeah, yeah definitely a, those two, i would i mean 
I would like to do both of those things. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'd, I think I'd rather be a, an all-star my rookie season. And, and and you know what? That That's true. If once you're an all-star, you're an all-star. Like people yeah. cannot call you an all-star. You were an all-star. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, now, in that kind of scenario, in this hypothetical, is do you think which which teammate in this scenario would you kind of be like, holy crap, I'm like his locker room is right next to mine. Like, is this real life? Like, what would be the one name that would kind of like shock you to like would be like a oh my God, I'm a big leaguer and this guy's right next to me. Um, I mean, in our clubhouse with the Rays big league team, uh, you know, I think it would be, I mean, obviously me and, uh, me and Wander Franco, we actually same, we have the same birthday. Oh, so look at that. Like, be like, wow, you know, I'm next to this guy, but like we're the same age. So it'd be kind of like, it's like, you know, he's, you look up to him, but like you, whatever, he's like the same age as me. So it'd be kind of weird, but it'd be, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. like, and you know, he's obviously on that contract and whatever. So like, that would be like, yeah. my locker was next to his. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I made it, you know? That's very cool. He, that's yeah. You can, cool. uh, you can maybe ask to, uh, borrow one of his like 10 cars that he has. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually I shouldn't even call them cars. They're, they're more like spaceships than anything. They are. They're uh, very nice. Spaceships. You know, they cost as much as spaceships. So. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, Mason, would you like to play some rapid fire with us? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Um, okay, so rapid fire, here we go. Favorite uh, streaming device, Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus? Uh, Netflix. Okay. Favorite TV show? Uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay, parentheses. Kevin, have you been watching Peaky Blinders? Uh, no, I've been watching Yellowstone and The White Lotus uh, as of right now. I keep hearing and, about the uh, White NFL Lotus. playoffs. I've seen the, the White Lotus. Lotus is pretty good. It's pretty. Is good. it? It's pretty good. Yeah, I, it's not like an all-time great show, but it's like if you've got some downtime, it'd be great for a sixteen-hour bus trip. Yeah, it would, <laughs> it would be great for that actually. I, I got to tell you, Peaky Blinders, Mason's right. I mean, the peaky, you know what, blinders is amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's such would, a good yeah. show. Yeah, I had another one come to mind. Game of Thrones is up there as well. Mm. So sure, there, those are two classic, good, two good. Yeah, ones. yeah, you got to you got to get on uh, on on that one. Uh, what's your favorite baseball movie? Uh, rookie of the Year. Ooh, throwback! That's throwback a movie. One. I always I watch that growing up all the time. That one's been my favorites for a long time. Now that's that's the Cubs, right? Yeah. How oh, did how did one. that yeah. how did that uh, affect your cardinal of uh, uh, fandom when you were growing <laughs> up? You're like, I wish there was a, this was a Cards movie, but it's a Cubs, so I'll, I'll, whatever. Yeah, it was it was whatever. You know, I didn't really, <laughs> really look at it like that, but it was just kind of I just liked the movie. You know, it's it's just this crazy thing. You know, he just all of a sudden starts throwing hard, and then it's just in the big leagues at like twelve years old or however old he was. So <laughs> yeah, it's just a cool movie. It is. It is. Uh, Kevin, you got some? Yeah, uh, Mason. What is your favorite hobby? Ooh, um, I would say my favorite hobby is weightlifting. That is my favorite. Okay. Favorite. Very good. Fair enough. Uh, favorite food? Mexican. Mexican food. Perfect. Okay. Um, does does pineapple go on pizza? I've had it on pizza before, but I am not a fan, so I would say no. <laughs> Good. 
I I concur. Um, smartest teammate. Oh, that's a tough one. Like I've ever played with, or like on the Rays with me. Uh, in the Rays organization. Um. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, I, I gotta think about this one. For yeah, a <laughs> or a guy that's just like full of wisdom, like um, Yoda from Star Wars. Like, man, he's he's always got bangers when you talk to him. Yeah. Uh, um, here, this is a tough one. I don't know. I would say, I would say off the top of my head, like someone who's always got something to say that's somewhat smart is Drew Baker. <laughs> like, he, okay, he's just like he's he's always got something brewing in his head that he's ready to say. I would say that. Okay, that's fair so enough. Cool. Fair enough. What about the most, besides yourself, most athletic teammate you've played with in the Rays organization? Um, I would say either oh, – I'm going to name three. Carson okay. Williams, Shane Sasaki, and Drew Baker as well. Gotcha. Ulysses, we've heard Shane Sasaki before. Somebody else mentioned him Yes, that we had I, on the pod. Was it Logan Driscoll maybe? It might have been. It Maybe. might have been. I'd have to go back in the archives. So yeah, but yeah. We, we we we've heard that too. Uh, Drew Baker, by the way, he he was drafted uh, on the same year as you guys. You guys are our draft buddies, right? Yeah. Yep. Parentheses here. How how does that uh, relationship grow when when you're like, hey, we're on in on this thing together? Like, um, you know, can you talk about your relationship with Drew? Yeah. So me and him were roommates. Uh, at the beginning, like as soon as we got drafted, me, him, and Kyle Manzardo all lived together as soon as we got drafted. And so, you know, just kind of you're with each other every day. So you just learn about each other. You know, you become friends. You know, you're competing against each other, but like you're also, you know, creating a friendship and a relationship that's going to last forever and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, there, you know, he's one of my good friends. And, you know, it's been our relationship is really good. And I think that, you know, he's one of the coolest dudes I've met in a long time. So, I mean, it's, it's been good. That's awesome. Uh, I, I remember when we were going through that, um, the names, uh, you know, the, the draft picks. Uh, I remember Kevin saying, Drew Baker, this guy just has to play baseball with this name. Yeah. Drew <laughs> Baker. Like, this is just the most baseball name ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. there, there were a couple of them in that uh, draft class. Oh, yeah. Man, who it I can't, I can't think off the top of my head, but there yeah. are some good ones. But uh, yeah, that's a, also a talented room there. Uh, Minzardo, yourself, and uh, Drew Baker. Um, what about the toughest pitcher that you faced in the minors thus far? Um, I would say when I was out in the fall league, I had to hit off Kumar. Uh, you know, and he, you know, he's got a power fastball, and his off-speed stuff is really, really good. Uh, and I think that he gets guys to chase his curveball a ton. So I think that, you know, he was he was just a pretty like it wasn't like crazy uncomfortable, but I think it, it just he he has so many good pitches and it just you know all the hype around him. I'd never seen him pitch before in real life until then stuff like that. So I mean, it was just I think he was really good. And there's a ton of guys too that you know I can't like just forget their names. Like I don't like you know so many guys yeah. that I face that I just don't remember their names, but were really good. Um, and I think oh, we got we got no hit one time when I was in Bowling Green. Some I think it was a lefty from the Rangers. I forgot what his name was, but he was. I mean, his fastball was carrying like crazy, and he was just. Mm. We had a lot of trouble with him that day. <laughs> I forgot what his name was though, but yeah. he was really good as well. 
That, that's um, one of those things where in the dugout, Ulysses, you were talking about, hey, what do players say to themselves or, or say to each other? It's just like, uh, good luck. Dude's nasty. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he, he was, he was doing us dirty. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, you did mention uh, no hit. How does the, the, the baseball mind work where, yeah, you're disappointed. Okay. You got no hit, but you have to kind of wash it out of your system. How do you wash it out of your system though? Like that's something that fans expect from, from baseball players and football players, whatever, to just get, get rid of it. But how do you do that? Cause it must be really tough. Yeah. I mean, obviously after your team gets no hit, uh, you know, it's not, not a good feeling at all, but I mean, I just think that if you have good teammates and, you know, you guys can just kind of all just hang out with each other and, you know, just try to get your mind off it from doing other stuff other than baseball and just, you know, just hanging out with the guys, you know, just talking, doing whatever. And, I mean, especially you can't have be stuck on that or else you're going to be screwed, you know, for the next couple of days, whatever. I think that next day we went out there and put up like 15 runs or something like that or like 12 <laughs> runs. Yeah. Day. So it's just, you know, it's a crazy game and you can yeah. – different from every day so it's, you just got to kind of let it go that's great um now looking uh to 2023 what do you want to do uh, obviously keep keeping yourself healthy is obviously number one for every athlete but what what is something that you would like to achieve uh in this 2023 season yeah i mean obviously you know i'd like to you know, hopefully, you know, start in Montgomery, you know, and then, you know, work my way up to Durham, you know, it's obviously, you know, work your way. I mean, obviously you got to have big goals, you know, and I hope that that happens, but, you know, I think that the biggest goal for me is, you know, just to cut that strikeout percentage down and really get and try to hit 300 and, you know, just have a great season and have a lot of fun. Fantastic. And last thing, uh, Mason, you've been a great guest for this, uh, hour that we're going on here i see the kansas city chiefs uh logo in the background uh who is your favorite player on the chiefs i think i have an idea but just want to hear it from you yeah i mean you probably already know but it's pat mahomes for sure okay uh, i mean or travis kelsey you know either or uh but yeah i mean pat mahomes my guy for all sure. right follow-up question who's your favorite throwback kansas city chiefs player like that you watched when you were a kid growing up um, like, a, I don't know, a Larry Johnson or, you know, something along those lines. That might have been a little bit before your time. I don't know. But, um, you know, a guy say, from maybe 8 to 10, 12 years ago. Uh, um, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, Jamal Charles, probably. Good yeah. one. I mean, he wasn't too long. I mean, it was, wasn't too long ago, but, you know, Jamal Charles is a little bit of a throwback. So he was my yeah. guy. Yeah. Here was his scouting report, by the way. Uh, fast as hell. That was uh, that was actually his scouting report. <laughs> yeah. so, Just three words now. That was it. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, no, uh, Ulysses. Anything else for Mason? He's been awesome. You know, and nothing. I I, th I think you know the the fandom has has really uh, heard your name lately. Uh, we so. We just wanted to, you know, give you the platform and, and the chance to just, uh, you know, may, maybe give a message to 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 race fans out there that that are are getting to know you and they're they're pretty excited about what you can do, Mason, and 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 they're really rooting for you right now. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been a great time. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for and, joining. And uh, again, hey, 
Rays, just give him the call up to double A starting in 2023. Just get it done. It's, <laughs> it's only a matter of time before that happens. So, <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to the Lockdown Rays podcast. Be sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well if you want to watch our beautiful faces. Um, I think uh, we have some more prospects in the pipeline that we'll have on the program as well. But Mason's the first one we've had in several months, and uh, he, could, he he hit it out of the park, I would say. So, um Awesome. Mason, I guess we'll, we'll probably have to have you on when you're uh, playing for the Rays, you know, a year, year and a half, two years from now, you know? Yeah, sounds good. Just let me know whenever.